Nah, fam. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight for my, I'm gonna fight for my London Bridge. I'm gonna fall down for my London Bridge. I'm gonna fall down for my London Bridge. How come every time my London, London? Ladies and gentlemen, two fighters enter. One fighter leaves the up ladies and gentlemen what is up our 50 and 60 listeners this is julian fidulian once again coming at you with episode 8 of the grudge match podcast sammy is nowhere to be found he's busy scripting his follow-up argument for the goat fight round two uh he's in uh mexico right now with the clippers but i am here with underground hip-hop hip-hop legend one man jams aka j dubs aka my brother from the blue group madison project jeremy winston how are you hey doing man, my I can't man complain things let me walk that back there are plenty of things to complain about <laughs> if we're keeping it if we're keeping That's it a stack there's a lot to complain about but i refuse to complain at least for another week we'll see what it looks like this time next tuesday <laughs> oh for sure for sure for sure um so for those of you that uh uh don't know most likely all of you uh know this about me i'm not very athletic um and uh i made my you know reputation my name i was known as a musical artistic person j-dubs is a musical genius uh he and i uh connected through the way that all cool kids in college connect uh all male acapella groups <laughs> for sure um that type of stuff you take seriously right um um well <laughs> i'm still doing it kind of I, so hey maybe hey you're making a killing hey, right now i left it pays the rent like, it pays like the rent. i, 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 le- I left the game behind sadly i'm trying to get back in but you've been killing the game um but uh, uh, for a while there j-dubs was known uh by his other name j-dubs um, I still call you that, by the way. Um, not one man jams. That's fine with me, man. It's fine um, with me. Where, where, you had a single that was really, really famous, like overseas, right? Yeah. Uh, so the first single I ever put out uh, was this EDM pop fusion track called War Paint. I love the way you look when you put on that War Paint. I'll be honest. I sometimes listen to music by like. Demi and Ariana when I want to feel like a bad bitch and oh no that's no problem with that yeah. uh, they're, they're you, you both bad I mean? bitches in their own individual yeah. rights Girl, you sexy when you're that war paint. War paint. War paint. um it makes me feel fierce and like war paint was like one of those like granddaddy tracks I feel like some people aped your flow J-Dubs like for real you think um, so <laughs> Uh, so you heard it here first. J-Dubs gets all the credit um, <laughs> for what's going on. Ariana right Grande and Demi Lovato would not be who they were. No, for real. I like. I want every nah, I uh, top 40 Listen. artist that makes a bad bitch track to cite J-Dubs in their inspiration list. Anyway, no, I wanted to highlight you because uh, my ex, my now ex, was obsessed with that song. Really? I showed it to her like... I should back in like ah uh, like 2017 2018 I was like hey my boy <laughs> made this and she thought it was fire um I don't know what that means now cuz she's like gone off the deep end 
but she thought it was fire back then. <laughs> well, I'll so, collect like, those point zero zero seven cents Spotify gives me. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you can thank I'll her for your up. check. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, while I'm not athletic, I'm big into sports. I know you are too. I'm feeling good. This is the first time I've had to talk sports like really like in a really long time, and it'll be interesting to take a look at what like pre-corona sports looks like. Oh, for you sure. Know? In that case, I'll ease you into this. Um, our first undercard. Uh, we're, we're, we're diving a little away from the direct sports world um, because when you get sports, you get introductions. You get player intros, team intros, that kind of like that, that kind of stuff to amp you up. You also get a sports staple, the national anthem at the beginning of every game. And while it's you know usually forgotten, it's like local singers. Um, I know our, our boy DJ uh, sings it a couple times a year for the Nats, and he doesn't give a damn about baseball. Um, so uh it can either be really forgettable or super iconic so that's what we're here to argue now as two musicians uh what is the most iconic national anthem sports performance of all time j-dubs i will be a gentleman you are my guest you lead off first go ahead make your opening statement um before i get going i think it's really funny that you have a friend that doesn't that could care less about the certain sport in which he sings at, because I've always I've had the opportunity to sing the national anthem at a national sports event only one time. Yeah, in my life, um, I don't want to do it. The, uh, I sang in 2011. I was singing in an acapella group actually, based out of DC, and we sang at the Wizards versus Bulls game. And I'm a Bulls fan. Wait, so wait was, what year uh, was this? 2011, like prime. Oh, Derek so this Rose. is like MVP Derrick Rose. Like I remember, we were on the floor. While they were warming up and doing free throws and stuff like that, and being close enough to see just how oh my God, absolutely man. atrocious Joakim Noah's free throw form is, <laughs> <laughs> and like it looks gross, like in video games we'll get back, we'll get to that later. It yeah, looks yeah, gross sure. when you're watching on TV, but oh like my God. being right next to him yeah, seeing that nonsense, I was like, my, I mean, like I don't get paid to do this like you do, Joakim, but like <laughs> I do remember everyone else was doing a whole bunch of other stuff, but that was he was like in a bid for like defensive player of the year that year. So it's like, you're getting yeah. fouled a whole bunch. Um, that was, that was, that was like, that was like bulls. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and that game is memorable for a number of reasons. I remember one, when we first started, I sang in a group with seven people, six of them were white. I was the only black person and how they had us <laughs> lined up. This is, it's, it's integral to the story how they had us lined up. We're facing the wizards players. Yeah. Um, so we're singing through. And so I'm like, I'm not obviously at John Wall's eye line because he's what, 6'4? Sure, I'm he's a not. giant. Um, but I could see all over his face, like, who is his brother singing with these people? The national like, what? like, it was like, such a dead giveaway on his like, face. What's going on? Yeah. I'm like trying not to laugh. But John Wall's <laughs> face in particular, he's giving me that exact look where it's like, man, black people aren't normally in these spaces. You in this space, I'm not quite sure how you finessed it. Like, like, like you out here singing Barbershop. <laughs> but I will always hold that true. Hey, I think that's um, that's a beautiful moment, man. It is. Uh, other other than that, the anthem was forgettable. The game was pretty much forgettable. Um, so I was doing a little background uh-huh. and trying to figure out, like, what the scope of the nation was. Sure. In 1991. Sure. Um. Just to kind of see, because I know, like, you, when you asked me beforehand, I knew exactly which one stuck out to me. Um, Like, as far as icons are concerned, I have plenty that are my favorite. Like, I'm a big fan of the Take Six version. Big fan of the Houston All-Star game, Destiny's Child version. Yep. Um, But 
for me, the Whitney Houston one stands big. And I'm not quite old enough, and I don't even know if you were born yet, because I was maybe four in uh, 1991. Nah, that I was um, two years. So two I don't years. think I really understood the gravity around what was going on in the situation. Sure. But because things were so like stiff with the Cold War and Bush, sure. like there was it was the first time apparently like at a big sporting event where like mm-hmm. they had huge like security like because it's pre nine eleven it's pre like Oklahoma City bombing sure. like yeah, it's yeah. pre a whole lot of that stuff, um, and so it was the first big game where like. Paul Tagliabue came in like a flak jacket, like as opposed to his like normal suit. Oh, like, it was a big deal. They had, um, it was for Super Bowl twenty five. They had American flags on all the seats because yeah, it was yeah. like big. Like, hey, like the wow. tensions are really, really high. Like, and it's the first time a lot of players like it's the first time I feel like I was patted down coming into the stadium. Like they were rifling through my bag. Like, like how it normally happens, like at an airport, things like that. Like we were so far before that kind of time. And sure. I don't know all of like the historical complications of what was going on, but it was the first time that they were like, yo, like there could potentially be a terrorist attack and Super Bowl 25 is kind of a big hub. I'm not sure about like, that the kind date, of thing. but I know, I know, I know right around that time was the first, uh, uh, terrorist bo- uh, bombing attempt on the world trade center. Yeah. Like it was foiled. So like, obviously tensions were really high Gulf war, that kind of thing. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't even understand like how big of it, like for me, I'm just like, I just I think it's a very very difficult song, and if you're going to sign anybody up to do it, sure, like Whitney Houston is the, the one queen. to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then like reading a little bit about like how people were like, it was like a top twenty hit for her on Billboard. Sure. Like she hadn't she had arrived, but she hadn't quite like preacher's wife waiting to exhale. Like, and I will always love you arrived, you know. So like she got her Grammy, obviously, but like her doing it a four four time versus three four time, her crushing it with the um with the orchestra i just like her laid back in a fucking jumpsuit the one that makes all the sh- yep. noise when you move around nike cortez is which i had always forgotten because you don't really see her feet in the performance True. but like i it's, i think it's iconic yo i really do all right okay i like it there's uh let me see we were talk we were batting around this idea for a little while before this uh before recording this and you i remember you saying that you didn't know necessarily which way to take the word iconic whitney houston the story around her her absolute vocal musical chops probably uh, among if not the best pop singer of her day if not all time right yes and she knocks it out of the park we remember her more than uh, you know even with Social media now, we remember her more than like Beyonce's performance, Aguilera's, blah, 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 blah. But in today's day and age, with attention spans being as short as they are, with social media like making things bigger than they are, and leading up to maybe like uh, towards the end of the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant era dynasty thing the nba was kind of like dying off a little bit right they they reached the peak once lebron left miami and then like with that four or five year stint where it was lebron versus Warriors, they were at their peak attendance at the all-star games has still been waning it's not really that like you know not not a lot of people are paying attention to it but one performance literally maybe a couple of years ago because it happened today 
stands out as the most iconic and memorable national anthem performance of all time for me. For all the wrong reasons. I'm picking Fergie in the 2018 NBA All-Star Game. That that's a choice. I he, here's here, here here's here's my argument. You know how prevalent cancel culture is now, right? Yes. Um, if you make fun of someone even a little bit too much for something that's seemingly innocuous, it doesn't ride post like 2016, 2017. So the fact that golden boy Steph Curry couldn't keep his <laughs> mouth shut <laughs> and uh, other artists, other artists like in the audience, the camera wasn't even on the players anymore during her song. Uh, the camera was was showing Chance the Rapper go like with the most pure look of joy on his face. And if you didn't know vocal technique at all, I like you know we were both music majors. We studied how singing works mechanically. Yes. Right. And even I, when I saw the look of glee on Chance the Rapper's face, I was like, "Is this good? I might be <laughs> stupid because he looked so purely happy." But the fact that she was so it, – it, it was the worst performance since um, Carl Winter, right? I think that's safe to say. Um, you think so? Or it, it was the worst performance since – I mean, uh, like – It was the worst performance since Carl Lewis. Since Carl Lewis. I mean, Shaka Khan did just do it. Shaka Khan did do it, but, but it, it was, was boring not, and forgetful. It, it, I would like, I'd venture to say it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Which is blasphemy, maybe. I will, I'll counter with this. Shaka Khan, for better or for worse, is not as relevant in the public eye as Fergie. That's fair. Post like 1990. Shaka Khan hasn't really like made waves. You know what I mean? Like she's she's an icon, and actually I think that like played to her disadvantage in making it memorably bad, mm -hmm. and in fact like shielded her from all the bad press because you know she's an icon. If she messes up, it's whatever. It's like when the Beach Boys like crapped the bed at the Grammys a few years back, and like they sounded like gravel and leather. No one cared because they were the Beach Boys, and it's like okay, yeah, it's the Beach Boys. They're iconic, and it's old men on stage. Whatever. Fergie, <laughs> you can't even get it out. <laughs> what? I don't even. I don't even. Oh man, to... me laughing doesn't help my case at all. But it it's, doesn't, it's hilarious, bro. It really doesn't. The fact he, the fact that everyone was not even really paying much attention to it, and they were just like, uh, the, even the comments they were trying to keep it hush. You know, like when you're like laughing in church, but you like you don't want to stifle. She's like, mm. yes. Um. It was given a second life because Josh Demel, her husband, and uh, Transformers, uh, Michael Bay movie franchise icon Josh Demel, <laughs> he, he clapped back. He clapped back to the players on Twitter, and he made it worse 
There's a trap <laughs> remix out now. It goes. Yo. <laughs> and it's I and Loki turned it from one of the worst live performances to one of the best. I feel like there's something encapsulating about the time in which we live in and how polarizing this performance yep. unfortunately was. Yep. But like, I don't know if it'll stand the test of time, you know, like it, like I, like um, we still haven't, like, I feel like we still haven't come across something that'll be as heralded as like like i don't know if you've had to sing the song publicly before but like most singers i know have had to sing it publicly everyone is familiar with it like it <laughs> there's a legendary vince staples tweet that goes yo the national anthem doesn't even slap yo, it <laughs> which i think is it so doesn't. funny but people were calling into the radio requesting whitney houston's version back when people you know what a radio is like back when people could I, call into the radio and request stuff. The fact I that it was a, on I, Billboard. The fact that the national anthem was on Billboard. That is crazy to me. Like, that's right. nuts. And I just, I don't, like, I think there right. is a chance that, like, we could become too sensitive of a culture to really appreciate just how terrible this Fergie performance was, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I like part of me thinks that, like, it, like, it, it's almost like, poor 80s fashion or like like um my i don't know like, like there's something there's something that like i don't know if it like it is a behemoth in a way in this current time but like when the next generation comes along like i don't well, i don't know how well it'll stand as far as like i'll say this is concerned first of all i am wildly insulted i have a bobby mcferrin uh cassette tape that i still keep in my drawer gang gang um two to be fair the current generation doesn't really remember whitney houston's all too much like they, again attention spans are so short now right three maybe the performance itself isn't iconic or as like iconic <clears throat> didn't make as many waves as whitney houston's but its second life as a trap banger is and just iconic. like a meme like I, like i don't think people give it i don't think people give enough credit to audio memes in and of themselves because no. like because like well, you see a meme you appreciate it for four seconds and you keep it moving but yeah, like you know, the, the audio meme is I, I literally i just listened to a mashup of monster mash and wop an hour before hell i got yeah. on this call with you and like hell yeah that's an audio meme. And it's, God, it goes. I wish I was DJing for something on Halloween. What, like, what was it? <laughs> audio memes, like, especially, like, if, if you if you look at, like, social media trends and all this stuff. And I, what was it? I uh, just actually wrote a paper on something like this. Like, audio memes can give careers and material second life, right? Like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy resurrected that, um, uh, I, uh, the, the, the um, I Got a Feeling track, right? Yes. 
you have um, this trend on social media now with classical pianists uh, morphing their uh, performances into Dr. Dre tracks. Yeah. Um, like what was it? Uh, dance trends, that kind of thing. So, and and and, and I feel like while not taken seriously, everyone will remember how crazy Shia LaBeouf was for like yes. a span of five or six years. I bet you money Guy Fieri is known more for his flame shirts and his um, frosted tips than he is for his cooking. Than the king of flavor? Than, than, than the king of flavor town. I, I remember as a viewer of uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on the reg, um, like I'll eat, it on a, I'll eat it off of a flip-flop um that's out of bounds <laughs> but everyone now knows him as just like that crazy guy that sells donkey sauce bet money that everyone that says donkey sauce like maybe 60 percent of everyone that says donkey sauce doesn't know that it's actually a sauce like they just think that it's <laughs> a fun saying that guy fietti made yeah and that is the lifeblood and the second life that makes Fergie's national anthem more iconic to me. You think so? Uh, yeah, bro. I think he, the f- I think having a second life, if it's not a life in which the originator breathed into it, then it doesn't stand on its own. So I don't know it, if I can like. I guess we're not crediting Fergie so much. I mean, in like, the first place, are, 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 we, are like, we crediting Fergie for the national anthem? <laughs> I mean, for the moment, either way, you know. Oh, yeah, like, true. do we fair, like fair. like? Do we credit the guy that was like, he's climbing to your windows, you're snatching your people up? Or do we credit the auto-tune the news guys for that being such a big deal? You know? I, I think the tragic thing about that is that the people behind the scenes that don't get the screen time won't get the credit. And that's like both good and bad. Like, for example, um, uh, uh, um, Uptown Funk. Bruno Mars gets all the credit for that song now. He's the one that gets to perform it on his tours, and he's the one like that like people pay attention to like when Uptown Funk like goes certified diamond, not Mark Ronson. Yeah, whose um, song it is? <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Featuring Bruno Mars. Like. Yeah, well, and like uh, you know, it's it's sad that I like I will say this: I don't necessarily know who the name of the creator is. I do know that uh, uh, Draymond. KD, Steph Curry, and Kavon Looney, who has no room to talk trash anywhere in anything, ever, uh, made an fine, iconic. Fine yeah, man, I, I I I give them credit for making a viral video to it, and I give Fergie credit for providing the most fire trap remix vocals of all time. Like I feel like I feel like uh, you be the you be the type of person to credit Dr. Luke for Bob success. I mean, where's Bob though? <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and you're right, and you're right. But oh, at his heyday, Dr. Luke didn't get the credit unless it was on a review site. Sadly That's enough, fair. Um, and it wasn't Dr. Luke getting all the worldwide tours, right? Um, Adele gets all the credit for "All I Ask," and no one talks about how Bruno Mars wrote the song for her. I put somebody onto that recently. Did you really? I can't remember who. Yeah. Uh, did, what was it? The BBC uh, video? No, I mean, I can't remember who. Maybe it popped on someone's shuffle. Like, I've been gone for the oh, past right. two weeks. So I can't remember whose car I was in. I, was I like, don't remember. I, I, this. I, like, uh, like I, um, they, 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 there's an iconic BBC video that he did 
uh, where he sings he, it, yeah, 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 on the promo for the 24K Magic Tour, yeah, um, and it's beautiful in her key, um, but you know he don't play around, you know he don't, he only change the key on you, he won't. No, 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 no. Boys got right. Same thing. With, what was it? Uh, 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 Beyonce will get credit for "Smash Into You" when it was John McLaughlin that wrote it. Yeah. And that's like a sort of like you in that all white man acapella group sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. Um, we'll 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 leave it we'll leave it to our listeners. Um, fifty or sixty uh, listeners. Um, when this episode gets posted, sound off on uh, whether you think Whitney's performance. Or Fergie's remix of the National Anthem <laughs> uh, is a more iconic took a, track. Took a lot of liberties. So that is for sure, bro. Like she, I, I guarantee you, one day. And this is the last point that I'll make. The last point that I'll make on this is that Whitney was at or near the peak of her powers when this popped off. Black Eyed Peas haven't done anything leading up to. Uh, Fergie's all-star performance. That's fair. Um, God, when was Fergie's last big hit? That's what I'm saying. Like, when I think of, like, modern Fergie hits, I think of, like, London Bridge. And that was only because I was in puberty. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was in JMU for, like, Big Girls Don't Cry. Oh, Big Girls Don't Cry. Uh, Glamorous. Um, the London Bridge beat goes. Um, Yo, yes, she, there's a the fourth does. in there. She had like I feel like she had four I like, mean, strong Fergalicious. singles. Fergalicious, that's the one I'm missing. Fergalicious. Um, but so yeah, like after like 2010, she wasn't doing anything, and you know the NBA because the attention of the All Star Game was flagging, they didn't really feel like spending the money for like big time national anthem or uh uh, uh um halftime guests until like what was it j cole and uh um uh, what what's his name the philly rapper no, meek they had a, oh yeah well meek had to do it because they picked up when when the sixers owner picked up meek from jail in the helicopter it's like oh that's true that's he's a king true. of that city dude that's a moment that's true that's true um, that's true he rides for that city nah pharrell did a, perf- a halftime show with them they had to roll the bag out for pharrell pharrell is not want to give discounts apparently. <laughs> yeah, but but he but he's like uh he's 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 evolved his career more into a behind the scenes guy at this point. You know, what I mean? think all the more reason where you gotta roll the back out for him. You know, I guess, I guess. But so like, I, yeah, I can't. You can't say that I think about a whole bunch of other people. Maybe not, but, but like, like for I, I think for of, sure, like, I feel trend. like probably had the command top dollar. Maybe. Um. But so I, I I'm actually curious to to check those numbers because if it's like fresh off of like blurred lines or something like that or a motorcycle. Like that, yeah. that that little wave that he had for like two three years, um, then that would be interesting to find out. But yeah, Fergie Fergie's career was flagging. Um, attention at the All Star Game was flagging, and this I think more, like e- equal this I think equal to the um, rule changes and like the the, the conference less All Star yeah. selection boosted the All Star Game <laughs> attention <laughs> leading into this next decade. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that, 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 that's my pick. Uh, listeners sound off below. I won't deny that yours is better <laughs> and yours probably deserves to win like off of like quality alone. Hey, but Jake, like you didn't get in the ring to not fight. Nah, fam. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fight for my, I'm going to fight for my London bridge. I'm going to fall down for my London bridge. I'm going to fall down for my London bridge. How come 
every time I learn and under. Alright, we are here in round numero dos. And speaking of twos and us being unathletic, <laughs> J Dubs and I are huge virtual basketball aficionados. We are both peak 2K athletes. Are we not, uh, J Dubs? Yeah, I just threw down a solid uh, 8 for 10 in a red game before oh, I got on. You know what we do. Who, what, what's your. Uh... Who's on your my team right now? Um, oh no, I just played my career with like a whole bunch of randoms, like in the. Oh, you just do my career. Yeah. Do, you, do you do you go for like accurate heights? I did for a bit, and then I started playing in a league, and it played me. So like two K eighteen, oh, my guy was like five eight. Yo, um, yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> second in assist, second team, all I, whatever, whatever, at the point guard position. You, you have but to like. That's short. You have to make them a playmaker. Otherwise, they're not Facts. getting any but stats. But I hadn't not ever played online against anybody until 2K18. Like, at least, like, so nah, I didn't fam. think anything of it. And I had already got the guy maxed out. And I was playing on the Switch at no, the time. yeah. So the user yeah, base was really low. Sad. So I had to join a Discord server to find people. Like, it was a whole thing. So I didn't know. That sucks, I set myself man. up for failure in 2K18. No, uh, dude, but... honestly, like, me, me, me playing online, my, my, uh, I know what I'm getting into. And I want to feel like I'm authentically there. To be fair, I can't get there. I haven't been able to like uh, uh, have an accurate height my career player since like 2K12. Then they like cap the height out at like 5'8". Oh, and they yeah. Been accurate <laughs> since. <laughs> um, so you obviously have a lot of experience with 2K. I have a lot of experiences with 2K. And we all know that there is one team every year. Every year 2K is released, there's one team that you're not allowed to to play when you're playing at someone's house. If you pick up the controller and select the 08 Celtics when you're picking 2K8, <laughs> you are getting kicked out of the house, you can't stay, and you're never invited to play 2K again. Um, so we've picked our most dominating 2K rosters by time period, and we're going to have them duke it out. Go ahead, I'll be gentleman again. You, uh, nah, I feel like I went first the first time. I feel like you should go first this time. Is <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Um, so I was really tempted actually because right after we uh did our uh pre recording like little meeting thing, um, this same year of 2K, I almost picked the Lakers from this year, um, because of the ratings, yeah. right? Like, we're not going actual, we're going ratings. Um, the Steve Nash Dwight Howard Lakers, yeah, that's fair, like right before they updated the roster, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, 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 out the box. Yeah, like, like they were like, oh. If you, if you weren't connected to, like, Xbox Live or the right. PlayStation that was, this is what you were rocking with. Bro, if you look at the overall ratings. That's a pull, yo. Um, uh, Kobe is a 93 overall. Can you guess what Dwight Howard's rating is? Dwight Howard's probably a 96? Bro, uh, close. He's a 95. Dwight Howard in 2K13 got a higher 2K rating than Kobe Bryant. That's wild. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, this, this is Dwight Howard at 95, Kobe at 93, Pau Gasol at 87, Steve Nash at 87. Jeez. And their trash player is still a post-All-Star Antoine Jameson at 77. Jesus. That's a stacked five. That is stacked. That is a stacked five. But I'm not picking them um, because Dwight can't shoot. Pau can't really shoot past uh, three-point, and Antoine Jameson has a washed rating. 
I am picking a team from the same year that my boy always liked to pick to play against me, and I could never figure out a way to beat them. I am picking <laughs> the 2K13 Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. That's a choice. That's what? Katie, Russ, Harden, Abaka? Like a good Abaka? Yeah, good Abaka. Like borderline all-star Abaka. Was Steven Adams now, so getting bored? I can't. Steven Adams has been on that team since its inception, I feel like. And I, Steven Adams feels like he was a supersonic. Um, but no, he is not on this roster. He is yet to be drafted. <laughs> uh, this is like young Reggie Jackson. Uh, oh, was Kendrick Perkins like, on that roster? Yeah, Kendrick Perkins starts on this roster. God, I hate him so much. So to be fair, I am not starting Kendrick Perkins. I'm putting in Thabo Cephalosha. I dig that. I'm I'm putting in Thabo Cephalosha into this roster. Oh my god! You know what I found in this roster, by the way. Bottom of the ratings. Hashim to beat. <laughs> you remember my him? Man's, I do. Number two draft pick. Yukon Husky legend Hashim yes. to beat. I do remember <laughs> Hashim to beat. Um. Well, didn't so didn't pan out good. Didn't pan out well. Um. Things happen when you play like uh, I don't know if you ever played uh, like just pickup with Randy Miller. Um, nah, he's a big guy. Uh, Randy Miller's a big, big guy, but he's trash. Um, he <laughs> he plays like he had a spinal surgery at one point, and that's how Hashim the Beat plays. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't have a single player that's as rated highly as Dwight Howard, but. Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, both players that can get their own shot in their own type of way. This is like peak shooting Russell Westbrook too, right? So he's he's out here like as a three-point bomber. And mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, peak athleticism Russell Westbrook. They probably can't play defense as well as where they lose a little bit of the points. Yeah. Or maybe like passing, something like that. James Harden, a little bit underrated 81, but I guarantee you everything was put into his shooting and ball handling. Everything. Yeah. Um, Serge Ibaka, 80. That's probably a little bit more balanced. No threes, that kind of thing. Um, and then Kendrick Perkins is, this is post Celtics Kendrick Perkins. This is, uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins looking like I don't know Phoenix if there's much you Shaq. can say about him at all, but I'll be like, oh nah. yeah. Um, Kendrick Perkins <laughs> probably again, won I'm games a, I'm, off I'm, of like. I'm a big old hater. Of I'm a big old hater. I'm a big old hater of all the 08 Celtics, by the way. They have got, <laughs> I like them at first low-key, but they have gotten so arrogant. They're um, messy. Um, the only one that I like is Rondo. Maybe Ray. No, um, I kind of fuck with KG. Nah, KG's crazy. But, like, I feel like his messiness, he can back it up, maybe? I, don't know, I guess. Like, where it's like, Paul, anything will come out of Paul Pierce's mouth, and I'm like, shut up, bro. Paul, like, <laughs> it, it t- and it takes a lot to annoy me um, if you are more annoying than a man who literally trash-talked another dude that's not good by calling him a cancer patient. That's facts. Like, that's, that's, KG... And then tried to be like, oh, no, I mean, he's like a cancer to the league, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Like, we know wow. that he has... We wow. know that he has no eyebrows and no eyelashes, and you lashed out for all of his missing hair. <laughs> that's facts. And the fact that Paul Pierce is more annoying than you are says something about how annoying this team was and is. Yeah. Um, KG Loki is uh, came with built-in CTE is how he talks. Um, and so I know that like my starting five is the most well-balanced starting five. And this is like in 2K13 with like the LeBron Heedles. Like ninety eight yeah. rating LeBron, ninety three Wade, nine like eight. Chris Bosh is an eighty two in this game. 
He should be higher than that. He should be higher. Ray Allen is a 79. He's almost as good. All right. Enough about me. Pick your trash team. All right. So I did, I feel like, go with a trash team. <laughs> that is what I will lead with. But for me, I know what I, like, my brain power around choosing the squad that I chose was that I would be playing with this squad in order to try to beat you. All right. Um, do I believe the squad is better? I am not sure. But I know for me, I like to play with, even like with my, my players, like I'm trying to shoot out the goddamn gym. All right. And so what I chose, I didn't want to choose a team. Like I didn't want to choose like a recent Warriors team. Like, All right. That's a cheat code. I didn't want to choose any teams with LeBron because LeBron always surrounds himself with shooters. I'm going to say you um, could have. <laughs> so you I think that is, that is also a cheat code. I didn't know which team I wanted to go with. I think if I was playing as the team, I would have went with the Cavs because like my players right. normally play right. like Kyrie Irving. Like that's how I like to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> like shifty, can't get to the rim but I would rather just be shooting it at the gym. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went with the lowly magic from 2009. The reason why is because they got shooters all over the goddamn floor coming off the mm-hmm. damn bench mm-hmm. 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 everywhere. All of these mm-hmm. freaking guys like Michael Preacher's a little washed up, still going to put buckets in. I think Jimmy Nelson went to the all-star game that year, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashad Lewis, he Turgaloo, Corny Lee, JJ Reddick's coming off the bench, putting up buckets. Keith Bogans, like all of those players, eh, but they're gonna be able to shoot the three. And if for some reason they miss, I've got the three-time defensive player of the year in the paint, getting the board and shutting it down, keeping you from getting in the paint. I'll take the, I'll take my odds, I'll take my chances. It's a very so- Houston Rockets way of trying to get a W. But I think if I get hit on my shots, it's a W. So he, he, here's, I just want to like, I'm looking at the, uh, the ratings overall for like all of these uh, 2K teams. I just want to name a couple of players that are in 2K9 are higher rated than James Harden was in 2K13. And this is like, <laughs> All-star James Harden, right? Like, borderline, like, he's going to be something when he... He's going to be somebody, right? Yeah. I want to name some players that are rated higher than he is. You ready for this? I'm ready for this. TJ Ford on the Indiana Pacers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Post-Golden State Warriors, Jason Richardson. Uh, we have uh, Atlanta Hawks, Mike Bibby. The Hawks, we Mike have... Bibby? I might, be yeah. able to, I might be able to maybe in 2K9... Hawks Mike Bibby? No, 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 no. Give Jason Richardson his due. I can't give the On Hawks the Bobcats. Yeah. On the Bobcats. Yeah. I think I can All give right. him his due. All right, okay. All right. For that Maybe. particular year. <laughs> um oh dude, hey, the uh what was it? The most of the 04 Pistons are still here. This is an old game, man. Um, yeah, that's what the my potential next choice was either gonna be AI's last year with the Nuggets or Chauncey Billups' first year. That with was the a Nuggets. hot year. I would have, yeah. I would have respected that more than the two K nine Magic. But for me, I just uh, like, I know that like, if for some reason I'm going nine or ten deep, I do not want to miss out on who I'm subbing out. That's for, fair. No, that's as fair. far as shooting. That's so like, that's fair. I went with the bench. Um, so I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, I loved this iteration of the Orlando Magic. I really, really did. Um, I don't know what it was, but for some reason, I remember like going to see uh, a game in Miami 
because that used to be like my thing. Like when we'd go on family trips, um, everyone would get like their one thing that they got to do, right? And my thing, mm. specific to me, was going to an NBA game. Like nosebleed seats, as cheap tickets as we could get, right? Yeah. Um, we'd like plan out the dates. And it was Dwayne Wade's maybe like second or third year. Shaq was still with the Heat. And uh, they were playing a rookie Dwight. So it was 05, I think. 05. And Dwayne Wade was just starting to come into his own. And my mom was like, who is that center on Orlando? And rookie Dwight beat like one year away from championship level Dwayne Wade and the Miami Heat. Mm. Plus Shaq. Um, just traded Shaq. And... Yeah. I like I followed him so much and I was never more sad than when he left Orlando. Like I was genuinely sad when he left. I remembered play I just don't understand how you let that happen. Twice. It's that blows it's my mind. Sad dude. Um but so he like this entire looking back at this makes me sad. Greg Oden is an eighty three. Brandon Roy is almost ninety. Like this is really sad, dude. Um but so in any case, uh Dwight, I remembered playing uh, with the Magic all the time in, in like the Dynasty mode or whatever that, that you could play back then. Mm-hmm. And Dwight scored 100 points in a game. <laughs> I went for Wilt, wanted to break his record, and he did nothing but dunk. I think he had like 48 dunks and then like four free throws made out of like <laughs> 20. Um, but... The way that I played that and my magic went undefeated, I didn't let a single other person touch the effing ball. <laughs> um, and that's why I think you'll lose because you're picking this team for the wrong reasons, my guy. Dwight? I'm confident in my ability to shoot. Nah, bro. Like the the way even even when you're playing like with with the retro uh with the retro teams now that they're letting you do um with the um with like the 93-94 magic or the 94-95 magic, you are a sucker if you use Penny Hardaway at all. Because no one no <laughs> one is physically stopping that Shaq with that rating in the paint. And that's a, and that same thing goes for Dwight Howard in this game. And the fact that you're giving it to your like, listen, we're we're giving we're putting we're putting these teams against each other, right? Directly. You are trusting. Hito Turkoglu, Rashard Lewis, Jameer Nelson, and Michael Pietras. To they got length, and I'd probably start Keith Bogans defensively. The fact that you're thinking of starting Keith Bogans, but they got they made it to the goddamn championship. Can you? Can you? Like I, I can trust. Like if they beat Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett, I can trust them to get a game against the Thunder. Paul Pierce when Danny Granger was still good. This is this is this is a half baked Paul Pierce, and you know it. Oh, hold on. Oh nine, Paul Pierce. The the year after the the year yes. after they won the championship is half baked. Is half baked. Yes. Oh no. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. I, I think I meant Paul George. <laughs> I got confused. Oh no, 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 no. I, I I I got confused with the uh, boring monosyllabic Pauls. Um. <laughs> uh. uh <laughs> but it, they, they, they suffered. We know how annoying that Celtics team. Was. I'm ta- I'm taking it. I I'm you are I'm you, taking you are it. letting yourself. I've, I've seen because I that's not the best version of any of those players that you picked except for Serge Ibaka. Bro, this is the 2K best version of all the players that I picked. 
in the way. Is it with James Harden being an 81? Okay, okay, okay. Try to maybe guard not James Harden now, 2K21. Maybe not James Harden. Maybe not James now. Harden. Um, but this is like pre. But outside of like a shooting, outside of a shooting Russell Westbrook, shooting. I don't know if that's the best version of all these guys. Russell Westbrook. And that's why they lost. And that's why they lost. No, they also made it to the finals this year. They also made it. So I don't know what you're they talking lost. about. I'm, but they lost. They threw that like they lost based on how they I, 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 and I, 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 they I, I, lost a lot. OKC lost a lot. Based listeners, on how they I think this is important to remember the distinction that we're making between real life and video games. All right. There's a reason why I almost picked the 2K13 Lakers led by Dwight Howard. Those Lakers had barely made the effing playoffs because they were like they're stacked in real in in in, in, in 2K. Whereas this Orlando Magic, these players. I wish I could see the shooting breakdown. Um, I'd feel more confident. I, well, and like I'm sure the shooting breakdown of the 2009 Magic is wildly underrated. They, they, uh, they're they're perfectly designed for how 2K is played now with like you know four out one in that kind of thing. For me to pound the paint, kick that shit out. You can't like. But if I know one thing about 2K. If someone, if if an if a defensive player, is within breathing distance of your guy, unless you green that shot, you are not making that shot. I remembered like I think Rashard Lewis is gonna green a lot of those shots. I remember bro, that shit, I, dude. Rashard, Rashard Lewis, and for me, I also I think went a little bit out of my way to pick players that I know either burn me or I think are overrated <laughs> in two K. And Rashard Lewis is one of those guys, dude. I've had Rashard Lewis put up thirty points on me regularly. Now, up. now, now, here's the thing, too. Like he's one of those guys. Lamarcus Aldridge is one of those guys for me. Lamarcus? Uh, Karam Butler is one of those guys for me. Good, te- good players, but hell overrated. Nah, <laughs> well, games. yeah, that's true. And it all depends on how your chemistry interacts with that player, right? Like Carmelo Anthony has a good release, but I can never time it right, so he sucks for me. My boy, I think with like two K nine. Hold on, which you chose the thirteen team, not the twelve team. Yeah, the 13 team. 13, 13. No, so they didn't make the finals this year, right? They got beaten by the Spurs. Yeah. Um, so that's on me. Again, but this feeds into my point that, like, 2K doesn't really reflect No, no, no. Life. I do think they did. I think they did make the finals in 2K. I don't, I don't think this roster made the finals. That throws me. Because uh, they made wait, the wait, finals wait, hold on, hold on, in 2K13. Let me, let me and then this is the 2K13 game with the yes, 2K13. Yes, you're correct. You're correct. Roster. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So, like, these rosters are, like, just after finals. Of the previous year, so this I think if this is the post final. If time. Russell, if he, Russell Wilson shoots who, like jump who? shots, Russell Westbrook. Sorry, wrong <laughs> Russell. Um, if Russell Westbrook sh- jump shoots fifty percent or more from the field, maybe that's a W. Maybe here's my thing though, because like Jameer, Jameer also doesn't keep it from getting to the rack, but like obviously Dwight Howard. Here, 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 here's my thing though. Here's my thing though. Um. I don't think that any single one of your players can actually because this is like the two K nine two K nine is the uh, the two K that had the signature move feature, where like if you if you hit Dirk's like one legged fadeaway, it goes in every single time, right? And if we if Ooh. if we carry that feature hmm. over, none of your guys have a signature thing. KD would definitely have a signature thing. Hold on, I don't have like a signature. I don't remember if it was like a if I had signature defensive thing. They, do you but do you like, think any you would have you would have to out shoot me to beat me? I, you would. You're not getting a lot of points at the I rack. have Kevin Durant and James Harden. All of their points are in their shooting. Let's see. 
what James Harden averaged this year. I mean, I'm pretty sure he just averaged like 15 or something like that. But we're not looking at real life averages. If we were looking at real life averages, then like. But you can though, because that's a thing you can put on the 2K real player percentage. Bro, no, that's real life. No, nah, but that to be fair, I can't make that argument. No, you. Can't. When I shot down, when I shot down that argument, when yes. I yes, so I can't make no, that. No, hey, that's hey, fair. like. The 2K is the same game that when I pick, but I you would have to outshoot me, and I'm taking my chances. When, when I played when I played Dynasty in 2K, uh, uh, 2K12, I think, um, you know they they let you draft that draft class's players like on your own. You could like design it all yourself. I picked yeah. Ricky Rubio. In three years, he became a 93 overall player. This is how inaccurately 2K <laughs> portrays real life. All right. I remembered my boy played Michael Beasley on me uh, in 2K9, and he hung 45 on me. This is how little Michael 2K... Be- Michael Beasley was such a fucking problem his rookie year in 2K. <laughs> <laughs> he was... He really was. He was insane. He, really, he was better than Derrick Rose that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, but so, man. But so, like, you know, goes to show you, that 2K, as a poor but fun replicant of modern, like, actual IRL NBA simulations. That made no sense. 2K as a... No, no, You, you know what I mean? It... Yeah. You need to know what your team is good at. My team is better at your team's thing that you are choosing to highlight. Now, if you said... Dwight Howard is going for 100 because your best defensive threat against him is Kendrick Perkins, then we might have a conversation. But knowing... I mean, I think that's given, though. That's how you're going to play him. But if you're going to be like, Dwight Howard's going to live. But if I'm going to... But if I'm missing shots and I'm getting the offensive board... That should be like an easy two for me, I feel like. I don't think that... I'm not worried about What you're telling me... Is the, is the same thing. As I'm getting buckets on most what of my possessions. What you're doing is the same. Maybe second, maybe second chance. My points. boy, maybe last second chance. Who's, who's the uh, who's the old? Oh god. Okay, you are doing the equivalent thing of my boy, who's a huge Orlando Magic fan. I played him with the '94 '95 Magic. They were better than my '02-'03 retro New Jersey Nets team. I won because he insisted on not using Shaq to score. And only using Nick Anderson to shoot threes. That's a problem. But like, <laughs> if you're trying to get your open shot with Nick Anderson, you're wildin'. But like, he's better than Hito Turkoglu was with this Orlando Magic team. Hold on, what? You're gonna take Nick Anderson over yes! Hito Turkoglu? Uh, Hito Turkoglu can bring the ball. Hito Turkoglu can get his own shot. He got a little handle. He's got good vision. But, like, I'm he's not running good, my offense through these guys. I just know I'm going to get open shots happen to Dwight Howard. You, you can't, like, all of my shots are going to be open. Turkoglu moves like molasses in 2K. All, all of my shots are going to be open. No, they won't. I'm just saying that. At some point in time, you're going to have to commit somebody extra to Dwight Howard. I'm going to get open shots. I don't care about Dwight Howard. All I have to do is hack the shit out of Dwight. And he, you're not making those free throws with him, with those mechanics. I legitimately, I legitimately might concede. That's not something I thought about. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we, can, we might be able to go dead ass. We might be able to go to the next topic. I could maybe, <laughs> I maybe could concede. If you feel like. Like, 
Like, okay, okay. Six, like, five starters, six fouls each. You <laughs> yeah. fouled me 25 times, so none of them foul yeah. out. Oh, That's fair. Hey, I might hey, not get hey, any hey, shots. I, and he won't be in a position to get the board either. Hey, I'm willing to have Kendrick Perkins and Hashim beat foul out. Because they're like they're 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 thick enough and tall enough respectively to make sure that Dwight Howard just misses and like his would be dunks would be animated as layups because he's getting fouled and because that's what happens and you're not making those free throws with like the whole shaky thing that's fair and hold on was that were were those trigger free throws yeah in two K nine I'm sure they were yeah they were I don't know if two K thirteen they were were. I'm definitely not yeah that's what I'm saying that's fair (laughs) I didn't I didn't think about the hack of Dwight strategy yes i didn't consider that <laughs> oh my god all right let's just move on to the next topic but like i feel but i did feel you like fuck it if like if he's because you can't handle like because these days these days i can count on i can count on bigs because i'll tell you what the percentage yes, is yes i can count on yes. bigs at least taking one or two yes but like dwight howard's not gonna like, take one or you, two. You, not in 2k9 you can, like in modern 2K, free throws have gotten stupid easy. Yeah. But, like, even even if you get, like, a really solid release in 2K9 up to, like, 2K maybe 14 or 15 before they overhauled it, you had, like, a 50% chance, like, it was displayed. And when you had the line, the little arrows Yeah, up, it was really like, dumb. With the tr- oh It was my dumb. God, um, and then, like, depending <laughs> on the angle of, like, how you were do- how, how are you using your shot stick, it didn't make sense. So, for me... Nah. <laughs> you might got yes. me. You might got yes. me. All right. We're gonna, we're, you might, you might we're got gonna me. We're going to move on from this. So, getting getting into uh, our title fight round, I, I didn't even say listeners sound in for the end of our second undercard. Because of how that ended. <laughs> if somebody um, knows something I don't, feel free. Please I, sound like, in. Help your boy. Like I, <laughs> if my, if my, if star play, if my star player is on the free throw line 30 times, then we're going to be hard-pressed to get a dud. help him out with his problems with Dwight. Um, <laughs> which, okay, th- th- this will feed into our uh, this will feed into our title fight. Uh, which, to, to give a little bit of context to our listeners that are less familiar with the NBA, um, I, I, I think it's popularly recognized as when Shaq went from Orlando to L.A., the talent balance has shifted from uh, the East to the West. And it's gotten to the point, uh, the, because the, the, two, the two main conferences, the two regions that meet in the finals i think the nba is actually unique in this in that like you know baseball has its different leagues football has its conferences that are just scattered around Mm -hmm. everywhere the nba is unique in this in that it's a regional meeting of west and east and for whatever reason the west is more star-packed it's viewed as a tougher conference like that's a that's a frequent argument used against lebron's uh title runs or finals runs um in the 2010s that people use that don't like him because he uh, had a quote-unquote cakewalk through the Eastern Conference. And the disparity, the talent disparity is perceived to be so far at this point, as of like maybe 2017, 2018, there was an article, multiple articles, that uh, 
called for the abolishment of conferences um, insofar as playoff selection and playoff seeding. Um, just because, you know, like, teams outside of the eighth seed in the West are, you know, objectively better than the teams outside the eighth seed in the East. Um, you, uh, Dubs, agree with them. I do. Why? So, one of the more beautiful parts of this entire pandemic was bubble basketball. Regular season bubble basketball. Where we live in a world where the Phoenix Suns went undefeated in bubble basketball and didn't even get a shake at trying to get into the playoffs. Um... Whereas the Wizards, who were the outside looking in, the only team on the East, the outside looking in, they just kind of granted them, just granted them like, ah, like we need to shake this up somehow. Someone's got to play in on the East. They sent 13 teams to the bubble from the West. They sent nine. I'll say 8.75 from the East. And if that's not a reflection of what's going on right now, I, and I don't know why it's that way. I have no clue why there's more players in the West than there are in the outside of like, I don't know. You hear a lot of people talk about like, no one wants to go play for the Knicks. I don't know if that sentiment exists outside of like Andre Iguodala not wanting to play for the Grizzlies, but like, I don't know if that sentiment exists with any teams in the West, but like, I don't know. There's something I think, it's unfortunate with like people don't really want to come play in Chicago. People don't really want to come play um, with New York, like iconic, like NBA franchises, like struggling to get sure. like free agencies. That only happens in the East. Like it'll be interesting to see if Philly ends up going to the same thing. Cause that's going to get blown up. It's only a matter of time. Um, but it's wild. Like I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly where it stems from, but I think the NBA does a great job of changing things up a little bit in order to make things competitive. And I think that would, I think that change would benefit the NBA more than it hurts it. Hmm. So you would just pick like uh top 16. I would like maybe up. take the top six, whoever wins your division and then just let the other okay. 10 battle it out. You know what? That's a more moderate take than I was. And I also think that there is a there is a chance where I was going to go like full blown like I believe that and this could not, this would never happen because they would lose they would literally lose money if not every team plays sure. eighty two games. But being able sure. to just have like the fact that it happened a little bit after the All Star break and the NBA just cut the dead weight, we're like I'm sitting on the edge of my seat watching the Grizzlies play the Suns. What? <laughs> like if there, I think like if and this is not this doesn't have to be the argument, but like. If sure, after sure, sure. the All Star break, they just took the bottom three teams of each conference. It was like, eh, y'all can go home, or you guys can play in the y'all can play in a tournament to figure out who gets the top pick or whatever. But like, fair. Don't mess around. Like, we don't need you trying to tank for. I don't know if anybody's worth tanking for in this draft, but that's neither here nor there. I'm like, we don't need you trying to tank and fucking up someone's like ability to get into the playoffs. We'll just separate you guys from another team. But I think if there was like, if the top six people, like if you win your division you get in and then maybe the next six um 
like the next six best teams also get in and you kind of have a plan for those last four sure like uh what they're doing with uh with march madness yeah yeah, yeah. like Like something like i think there would be a way for it to be fair and no one gets spurned outside of maybe the travel like Mm -hmm. that might end up biting somebody in the ass now to be fair like part of the appeal of the bubble and i was you 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 uh headed off one of my arguments with that with a disclaimer part of the reason why a lot of the people say that these older players, these uh, um, uh, elder statesmen in the league, that you know they their their performance is dependent on their energy level going into any game. Um, the lack of travel actually helped. So there's a lot of logistical problems that could happen with that. You for sure acknowledge that, right? So my whole thing about the East and West, one. I think that at the very least for the top half to two-thirds of each conference uh, that make the playoffs, the talent level is more balanced than you would think. Uh, The East has become a hotbed of maybe not stardom, but coaching. You have these underrated names sneaking into the East. You have your Budenholzers. You have your uh, Spolstras. You have your um, Nick Nurses, even right. You uh, even Dwayne Casey's. Your um, you know what you, you know what I mean. Teams are defined on the success of their coaching. The Atlanta Hawks had five All Star uh, selections in 2015 on the strength of Mike Budenholzer's coaching. Whoa, and they have four, left, right? They didn't have five. All right, all right, all right, all right. It was just four. It was just four. It was just four. Al Horford, Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague, Kyle Corbett. Yes. They um, got swept I mean, I, in the playoffs. Mistake, mistake, mistake. But 62 wins that, got worked in the playoffs. But Almost lost to the to Wizards you, in the playoffs. It goes to show you that, like, you can be carried through the regular season off of really good coaching and a lack of talent. And while... I do agree that the NBA All-Star event and the NBA All-Star game, I do agree that uh, the removal of conferences in selections uh, or like well, you know, they, team building. I think they like the, the fact that they removed the conferences and then let players choose. Like that's that's way better. <laughs> like no, if that's the, way better. Like if they had worked be- out where it's just the votes and the players wouldn't have to choose, it wouldn't be nearly as sexy. Yeah, because admittedly, admittedly, the talent pool is a lot higher at least on paper in the west i like i'll i'll grant that to you but the east has become an underrated force over the last three four years right and i will contend that they were actually a force for a little while if not for one lebron james you don't think that the management gets in the way of the coaching I think like, no, not not like not for the good teams. It worked out really well with Toronto, but it's working out well. I don't. I don't but like think Indiana. Giannis, like Indiana candidates coach. I think if the Bucks don't keep Giannis, I think Budenholzer will get canned. Um, a lot of teams are rotating coaches all the time. It'll be nice if Dwayne Casey can really put something together with the Pistons. What? Well, but like it'll it'll it, it. I think like like it, Brett Brown got canned. Like, coaches are getting canned all the well, time okay. because the management is normally worse. But in than the regular like, season, there's still something to be said about being on pace for 70 wins this year before COVID hit. And that's 
even like you know not counting last year when Giannis like popped off like he was good two years ago but he popped off last year and I don't think that yeah. happens without Budenholzer using him and the pieces around him the right way right because they, they they had like very similar pieces uh, as soon as the Bucks started making the playoffs but they were like four or five seeds like for two years and then Budenholzer happens and what happens right and whole new coaching trees in the East are being developed. Toronto is a northern version of the Spurs. You thought that they were going to be done as soon as um, who was their coach last year? Uh, Dwayne Casey. As soon, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as Dwayne Casey leaves, you think that they're done, and then Nick Nurse all of a sudden pops off. Um, Brad Stevens, I do think that he's a little bit overrated um, in that he can't really manage superstar egos well, but he is one of the best X's and O's guys in the league. And the coaching pool, stardom-wise, in the East is much higher than the West. Outside of Greg, maybe Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr, I think, has been disproven um, credit-wise because of how good Golden State was when he's not there. Um, yeah. And even, like, you know, coaches are, are, are appearing all the time. I guarantee you Nate McMillan is going to get a job as soon as he leaves. Uh... uh uh, Eric Spolstra is now, you know, being highlighted for his coaching. And I'm willing to bet, I am willing to bet Steve Nash is going to do a great job with Brooklyn. So, when we start to talk about seed six, seed seven, uh-huh. seed eight, uh-huh. seed nine uh-huh. for the East, because uh-huh. I think everybody outside of that is probably not going to be memorable. Sure. Like, like where, like where's your, like where's your argument for those teams? Like after, my what the Sixers, the Heat, the Nets, the Bucks, the Pacers. My argument for those teams is that the NBA is so, uh, is so heavily catered in the postseason to the top seeds, right? Works the same. Works a similar way in the MLB, right? The reason why we have series is to make sure that the really best of the best team moves on to the next round. Um, like the reason why it's called March Madness is because only one game is played, and anything can happen over the course of one game, right? But even the majors, they uh uh, uh have few. They 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 start with a three game series, move to five, move to seven. NBA series start at seven games apiece. So who gives a rat's ass who the sixth, seventh, and eighth seeds are? I think the Phoenix Suns give a rat's ass. I mean, do they really? I think the Timberwolves give a rat's ass. Like the Kings give a rat's ass. I think that's fair. Do you? Okay, let's let's not pretend that as well. Um, the bottom of the West and the East are any better than one another. But like, if you think, I don't know. Tell t- tell me a team that's tell me the team that's not the sixth seed that you would rather have than like, Cat and D'Angelo Russell. Like think like if you really truly and honestly think about it. I'm well. So here's my like would like I would rather have those guys playing than Orlando. Orlando stole a game from the Bucks, but like, no, no. Well, <laughs> and, and 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 I don't think the East. I think what you're what you're what you're missing the point on is that the East just doesn't have name recognition. No one knows who Nikola Vucevic is outside of Orlando, but he's a guy that's good for like twenty five and twelve every single night. I'd take him. You know what I mean? I'd take him. Like 
Bulls in the fire sale some people. Like, there's a reason. Take Vujovic, I'd take Yeah, him. like, the Magic are a very solid eighth seed. And the Nets still manage. The Nets push the Blazers <laughs> to an overtime win with a G League roster. Plus, like, Karis LeVert. Um, and as far as the six seed goes, they are pretty even as far as six. Right? Top six in the East this year. Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, Heat, Sixers. Um, Bucks were on pace for the best record in the NBA. Raptors were, like, about even with the Lakers and the uh, Clippers for projections. Right? Um, And if you go to the West, you have the Lakers, sure. Clippers, name recognition, sure. And then, like, you know... A lot of these teams look very, very even, and it comes down to situational play. The Nuggets, uh, uh, do you take James Harden plus company over uh, the Heat with what they've done this offseason? Uh, and this, and, and this I'm not, I don't. Th- I'm not so much worried about them, but, like, they're – I think they're blowing out seed seven and eight. But so, like, uh, do you take uh, uh, Philly over um, – or do you t- do you take Philly over Utah? Because I do. I don't. Really? They can't. They can't shoot. And then Rudy Gobert's in the middle. I don't. Um, I don't. <laughs> maybe maybe Ben Simmons keeps Donovan Mitchell from getting fifty every other night. Dude, but they can't shoot. So I'm not like that. That that's a poor example. Ben, to be fair, ben Sim- I would. I'm taking that's that's a poor example. I'm taking the Celtics over them ben, for sure. Ben Simmons. But like, ben Simmons is. Uh, <laughs> He's a first-team All-NBA defender. Like he is. Like Donovan Mitchell can't hold Ben Simmons' jock strap as of right now. That's oh for sure. I get that, but like and for Philly me, can't, Philly can't shoot. Joel there was a version of Philly that could shoot. Well, that team I can I can name anymore. I can name someone. Joel Embiid is uh, raining buckets over um, Rudy Gobert every day because of his range. Um, I don't know if he's raining buckets. It may sprinkle on two or three games. It's 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 at it's at <laughs> least. And they're they're better off if they're going to for some reason spread the floor and let Ben Simmons have his way. But that's never happened. That's never happened. All right. Now, here's another. Here's another. Um, I think you could have picked two other teams, and that's a strong argument. All right. Fine. Fine. You know what? I'll give you that. You know what? I'll have a hot take for you. The Magic have a worse record, but. Um, I would take Vucevic over Dame. You're wildin'. No, I'm not. You are wildin'. Over Damian Lillard? Over Damian Lillard. Not CJ McCollum? Oh. We're just gonna go over number zero, over. not number three. Yep. I just want to make sure that we're getting that yep. crazy. You heard Get your listeners Get your listeners to, to weigh in on that, because you're wildin'. All of you are falling prey. All of you are sheep to the marketing of the NBA and jersey sales. I swear, like if you if you if you look, Damian Lillard simply has a sexier form of scoring than Nikola Vucevic. No one wants to see a center. You mean you you mean the the scoring where he drops teams off with thirty five point three pointers? <laughs> Who cares? Like an entire team what more than twice. Who it's cares not a fluke. What distance a a three is? It's a three. Shoot, like being able to make it from thirty-five feet is the same is the same thing as being able to consistently make it at the same percentage as a seven-plus footer. That's the same sort of advantage. Not for Dame. Look at Dame's stats: uh, thirty and out. 
no, no, no. It's aggressive. Well, no, he's he's aggressive, sure, but like that the same sort of advantage applies. That height difference, and the inability of most big men to cover that that uh, that distance to you, is the same thing. It's just as uncharacteristic for Vucevic to shoot threes at all as it is for Dame to shoot threes from way far back. I think or meh. Well, okay. Let's 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 look at this real quick. Like that. That's where my argument let, stands. Let, let's look at this real quick. Let's look at this real quick. So, in the power rankings for 2021, right? Let's uh, let's count the top 16. How many come from the East? How many come from the West? All right. Ready? I'm be mad if you had this up your sleeve your whole time. I have not. Uh, well, no, I have. <laughs> so we're going to see how this goes. Okay. This, so hold on. I just want to make sure. Are you reading the ESPN NBA Power Rankings way too early edition? Is that the, the one way, we're looking uh, at? Uh, Bleacher. I'm reading Bleacher <laughs> Reports. Okay. Um, so even if like this ends up backfiring, Bleacher Reports sucks as a platform, so this kind of plays in my favor anyway. So this is kind of like a no-lose scenario for me. This is a win-win. Um, so in the West, you have L.A., Number one, Milwaukee. Number two, so that's one and one. You have Clippers, three. You have Golden State, four. Ambitious. Uh, Clay has Ambitious. no ankles. Um, uh, let me see. Boston Celtics, uh, five. So that's two and three. And then you have Brooklyn at six. Woo! Um, it is good to be a Nets fan, and we are welcoming onto our bandwagon. Uh, Seven, Miami Heat. I might be on that bandwagon. Yo, I, hey, love those hey, players. Come on. I love both those They're players. They're both lot. legitimately crazy people, but I finally understand fan bias. There two people there. I feel like there are two people that you need to get a bucket from anywhere in the last five seconds. Like from anywhere. From any, if that's from, the class, I, I, those two guys. Okay, Loki. Although I was arguing for Vooch, uh, I'm putting Dame in that category too. Um, uh, let me see. Denver Nugget. That's eight. That's uh, four and four. Philly. Nine, five and four to the east. Utah, five and five. Uh, you have Toronto. Ah, oh, they're underrated. Um, Toronto's underrated. Wildly underrated. Uh, Houston Rockets at twelve. Wildly overrated. Um, Dallas, thirteen. So that's seven to six. Portland, that's eight. And then you have Indiana at fifteen, seven, and then Phoenix. God damn it. <laughs> I was scrolling above you just to check. And the New Orleans, 17, Memphis. the Pelicans. I'm, I'm just all those teams I, that I'm worried about that I think that could have an I, eight seed. They're all sitting right I, here. All right, all right. Pause. Pause. The Spurs are twenty. Pause. 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 <laughs> the Thunder is better than the Hawks. This is trash. Pause. The Thunder just went to the playoffs, <laughs> and the Hawks are rated better than. Them. But the eighth team listed on this shit is the Atlanta Hawks. Are you gonna say that they're better than any of these teams in front? Uh, maybe the maybe the Spurs. You are you are maybe again. <laughs> I'm gonna use the Atlanta Hawks as a uh, sample of why you are falling for bad branding. Orlando okay. has been hiding. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Hawks are the team that you want to use for this. Yeah, I'll use the Hawks. Okay, I'll use the Hawks. Right. Um. I can guarantee you that an NBA fan that just joined the NBA a year ago knew and subsequently forgot over the course of four or five months the name Trey Young. And I guarantee you any NBA fan that just entered the league uh, this year or last year doesn't know who in the hell John Collins is. Really? They don't know he's the guy that maybe gets bored sometimes and can't really play defense? Because that's what I know. 
Um, I know name the other three. Name the other three starters for the Hawks, because I can't. Do I it. only need to name Cam Reddish. <laughs> really? You? That's where we're hanging our hat on? No. Hey, hey, hey! Don't disrespect Cam. Reddish. I love Cam Reddish. He just hasn't gotten there yet. He. Hey, you're forgetting a year of development. Why? Why? Why are we putting? This... He hasn't gotten there yet. Why are we? Hey, you are you are underestimating. I love him. I wish we had him. Dead ass. I was kind of hoping we traded back in the first round to take him. I like him. I just don't think he's gotten Wait, who, there who yet. Who are you a fan of, by the way? I'm a Bulls fan. Oh, right. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't uh, play well in the fact that I don't even remember that you're a Bulls fan. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? No. Bad marketing. No, you no, said no, it. No, Bad it does. Marketing. It does. It does. <laughs> no. It plays really well because you keep forgetting all of these great, great teams because of the lack of name recognition. Now, Atlanta Hawks. All right? You're forgetting that outside of John Collins, you know who they just traded for as well? Clint Capella. And they're getting better. I don't know. I'm not counting on, I'm not counting on Clint Capella to loft the okay. Hawks of the eighth yeah, seed. Yeah, but if I told you last year that uh, uh, Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn would be uh, racing with John Morant and Zion Williamson for the rookie of the year race, you would have laughed at me too. That's fair. That's a, that's the East... The East doesn't have name recognition. It goes to show you that talent doesn't matter as much as people think it does. The Hawks won, the 2015 Hawks won 60 plus games on the strength of good chemistry, good coaching. And I bet money, I will say, hey, hey, swept hey, in hey, the off. I will stand. I almost lost to the Wizards in the off. I will, I, I will, dan I, I, I will stand on this hill. I will die on this hill. This bubble Miami Heat team would have kicked the shit out of the bubble Clippers. You think so? I mean, one of those teams made it to the finals and the other one didn't, so I can agree with that. that. But, like, that again, that goes to show you talent isn't everything. At the very least, for the clear majority, like, in fact, most of the top of each conference, it's almost a wash now it wasn't before but it's a wash now can you agree with that say that one more time for at least the top six even maybe seven seeds i can't say seven i can't i refuse you can say six i can't say seven all right fine fine for for 75 percent of the playoff bound teams it's a wash i think but that's i think that's where my argument is strongest i think that's why we need to mix it up because I think the seventh and eighth and any other seeds in the East don't have any prop, don't have any business playing in the playoffs. I just, I yes or no? Is it a wash? Ask the question one more time. I want to hear the exact words. Are the top seeds in each comp in both conferences a wash? As in, like it's already decided? No, 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 no. As in, like they like if you put like though they're like rosters all like five hundred of each rosters against each other with their records going into twenty 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 one. Are they? I can even? agree with that. Yeah, right. I can agree with and that. And that is. Can you tell me that two, that two teams that aren't in those top six from the East deserve, like, will, like, would deserve to be in the playoffs? In the West, over two teams who don't make it in the West. Who made it in the West this year? Uh, let me take a look. Hold up. The Grizzlies didn't make it. The Pelicans didn't make it. Uh, Timberwolves didn't make it. The Suns. The Blazers didn't make and the Mavs. It. Were the last two seasons? Um, 
who are far better, far better teams than the other. That's fair. Nine I will say that like the 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 East has a better time making it into the seventh and eighth seeds. Whoop de doo. I don't know like. That's where the issue well, lies. Might, but we wouldn't but, have rather had the Suns. But both conferences, it might have made for more entertaining basketball. But they're still getting waxed in round one. It doesn't matter. Like, like at the end of the day, viewership doesn't even matter. And uh, as, as far as the East and the West go, the playoffs didn't go as predicted for a lot of the ser- for, for for a lot of the series. Like, and the teams that were supposed to make it made it, with the rare exception. So, at the end of the day, in determining the fairness of teams trying to get a title, who deserves it? Do they make it? Yes. Unequivocally, yes. That's fair. You don't think that... So, that, so your argument with the Heat and the Clippers is that the Clippers... The Clippers would not have played the Lakers in the finals. This is what you're trying to tell me. Um, I, I I don't think that's what you're trying to tell me. No, the Clippers I mean, lost in the second I round. I mean that there, um, uh, like this, my my entire argument is based on the fact that there is more to real life basketball than uh, name recognition and bucket scoring. There wasn't that wasn't the case in the early mid late two thousands, and even like up until maybe twenty twelve or something like that. But what the Spurs did. As Tim Duncan got older, this beautiful brand of sharing, uh, uh, this, this beautiful European style of basketball, um, it gave the Eastern Conference new ideas if players didn't want to uh, come there. If stars didn't want to come, then they would organically grow their talent pool and they would grow their, uh, um, their standing in their conference and uh, league-wide. The stars now want to come to the Nets. Stars now want to come to Miami, right? So, like, uh, this was... And and stars didn't necessarily want to come to Miami before before, uh, uh, this finals run. Like, Jimmy Butler went to Miami because he was left for dead, right? Um, And before this whole thing with Nick Nurse... I guarantee you there would have been no talks of Giannis going to the Raptors. You know what I mean? That's fair. What do you think? Do you, what team that was not at least to succeed? Ah, that's kind of unfair. Cause like the, not cause the Nets were above six. So maybe that's not fair. Maybe that's not unfair. Do you think the, who played at the bottom? The, the Magic and the Pistons? Mm-hmm. You think out of those teams, is not like breaks. You think any of those teams have home court next year? Uh, probably not. I'll like I'll, I'll I'll say that much. But at the same time, um, through the regular season, I will say I, I will say this: management in the West overall is much 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 better. And like the regular season, and teams like the Grizzlies and the Phoenix Suns being exciting, um is a testament to that. It's also a testament to the fact that having a functionally uh, good scoring superstar is important at the bottom of each conference, right? 
people respected the, the Sacramento Kings more because they have De'Aaron Fox, and De'Aaron Fox keeps them in games. People respect the Phoenix Suns more because they have Devin Booker, and he keeps them in games. People don't respect the Pistons because Blake Griffin is washed. People don't respect the Hawks because uh, Trey Young um, has more gaping holes than Devin Booker does. Um, people don't respect the Wizards, and, and, and these are all badly managed teams, but as far as the teams making the playoffs, the East has become a hotbed of underratedly well-performing teams. Um, so this disparity is not the canyon of uh, playoff and championship viability that we pictured. I think bringing five extra teams to the bubble on the West and one extra team in the bubble of the East is exactly that not not necessarily near the top but in the middle like for sure for the for the what, what the, the the teams that didn't make the bubble that, that didn't make the playoffs in the west still didn't make the playoffs in the west like i don't know what we're talking about but here they weren't out but they weren't out of it you know they weren't so bad at basketball that there was no way they were going sure. to be able to the talent the talent drop off is so there. and there's what there would have otherwise been another 10 games if there was not a bubble, like, <laughs> I, but the the point is, my, my argument hinges on the fact that the top halves of each conference are, and those that's a top half that really really matters when we're talking about playoff seating, right? We're not talking about like jersey sales or all star selections or who makes the bottom seed and who's in the running from the ninth through twelfth seeds. It's do does the East stand a chance against the West. And the East, A, historically over the 2010s, has had pretty good representation um, against the West. I, I think if you take LeBron out of that, I don't think it matters. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I Like, against the Kevin Durantless Warriors and without LeBron, I could have I seen, like, maybe the Raptors give him at least a game or two. I could have seen a game or two. You think so? Yeah. I mean, again... It's not just the sheer level of talent that matters. The Heat gave the Lakers six off of grit alone. That lost six. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, 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 like the the talent pool of. So my and to be fair, my argument hinges on the fact that like, I think the playoffs would be better more often than not if there were ten teams from the West and there were six teams from the East. They have they have they have better names in the West. There's a reason why. Um, you don't think they're better teams? Nope. But I think on the other end, it's a wash. Like the same way that you feel like the top six are a wash, I feel like the bottom nine are a wash, and that is more problematic for the East. Sure, because everyone cares about the Phoenix Suns and the Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron James. I mean, like... The list goes to show you that outside of LeBron, outside of LeBron, at least in this, this today's NBA... Top-level talent doesn't matter as much as the chemistry around you. It just doesn't. Like, um, the Clippers made it to the eighth seed, like, in the West with a 48-34 and 34 record with no superstars. Like, that, that year. And the bad managers were the ones that were willing to give Tobias Harris big contracts after that. This Oklahoma City— was, was the last time a team that had 48 wins in the West— <laughs> and was the easy. I mean, 
granted. And I said recently, right? This is a this is I would like to know when's the last time every team has had a 500 record that made the playoffs in the East. Uh last year. This past year? This past year. Who was at the bottom? The 8th seed was the hold up. The Pistons? The 8th seed was the Pistons at 41-41. I don't think that counts. It, it's 500! I said over 500. That, hey, hey, that counts. I don't think it does. Bro, shut up. Because that's the point I was trying to make. Bro, shut but up. But 41 and 41 versus 48 it and 34, counts. that's a huge discrepancy. It bro. counts. That's literally the argument I've been trying to make. That's and look the who the championship was that came, out, that came out. It was from the East, wasn't it? No, I mean, the it was from, But like the East didn't win the championship this year. And yet they still pushed the, the 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 Western champions to six games off of pure grit. Off of pure grit? Yes. That series that series was over halfway through the first quarter of that game six. Um though. that didn't change that didn't change the analysts from like predicting like the Heat could like give them trouble. Um and they again, they still pushed them to six games, didn't they? They were they were they 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 pushed the Lakers further than any team in the West pushed the Lakers. Um, the Lakers, I think, got double-digit wins in three of the four of their games. I don't think. Game-wise, win-wise, in the win column, they pushed them further than any team in the West. And that's like Dynamic Dame. That is the, this ascendant duo of uh, Murray and Jokic. That is... Uh, oh God! That that is like uh, everyone's hero, James Harden. Everyone's. You think the rest hero. of those teams? Fuck James Harden. Um, oh, just in case I said that a little sloppily, just because we're recording it. Fuck James Harden. Just want to get that on record. You see, I didn't put him in the top players we were talking about. You're it. just saying that because he stole your like hairstyle from playoffs. Nah, I'm just saying that because me and him play the same amount of defense, bro. Hey, nah, he he. No, I'm say, I'm saying that because like. He woke up. I don't know. He woke up. I don't think he. I don't think he. I don't think he's gonna. All right, hold up. All right. So just to sum up real quick. Yes. My take is that this isn't necessary because of the fact that every single winner of every single series just was supposed to win. The champion that came out of the NBA for about. 10 years was the champion that deserved to be the champion and for at the very least the clear majority of seeds one through six in both conferences the team's performance was a wash comparing seed to seed to seed to seed to seed and because of this my thesis is that the East has become a hotbed of alternative basketball success to what popular uh, opinion is in America. Your take is so convoluted, I can't even name it. Run through your take. Um, I think if you're not above 500, you shouldn't make the playoffs, and it happens all the time in the East, and it never happens in the West. Listeners, sound off. Um, uh, J-Dubs, uh, one man jams wants to destroy the NBA and I want to save it. 
Um, Whoa! Branding uh, and marketing? Can I get a better branding than that? Uh, that's right. Uh, 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 better branding. Um, better branding than one-man jams. Uh, J-Dubs wants to destroy the How NBA. How dare you? And I want to save it. <laughs> um, pleasure having you on, man. Um, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> uh, what's going on with your life, man? What, do you, what have you been up to? Tell the people. Um, what have I been up to? Um, trying to get out of bed every day. It's not super easy. Um, trying not to order a bunch of shit from Uber Eats all the right, time. Right. Not right. super easy. But at some point in time, I need to start recording an album. I got a really good album that I'm sitting on. It's all written. I just got to record it and then decide if I want to mix and master it myself. Um, it'll be the first all vocal album, which Ooh. is intriguing. Where can people find your stuff, Emin? Um, they can find it anywhere. I think we run the SEO. If you type One Man Jams into Google, I think whatever your listening shit of choice. Oh, yeah. SoundCloud, Spotify, um, uh, follow SoundCloud, you on Instagram. SoundCloud, Spotify. If you just, yeah, my whole goofy videos on Instagram, me rapping about chicken wings and shit. Like, Hell yes, bro. And that's One Man <laughs> One man Jams with a Z, right? One Man Jams with a Z. I was going to like hold it up on the camera, but I forgot that no one's going to see that. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll send you stickers if you want stickers. Hell yeah, bro. No, hell yeah. Um, everyone follow uh, my good friend Jeremy Winston, RTPWIF, baby. Uh, one man jams Ooh. with a Z. Gang, gang. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, everyone go listen to his uh, music. Everyone go listen to the Bad Bitch single of the year, 2013, War Pain. <laughs> Do it. We're like we're rolling up. I'm like 300 plays short of 100,000 plays on Spotify. Hey, y'all hear so that? Run that, run that shit up. I want the, I want the vanity metrics. Bam, bam, bam. I love the way you look when you put on that wallpaper. Girl, you extra sexy when you rockin' that wallpaper.